You're listening to Coca Radio Converse Internet Radio for the students by the students. It's raining. Has been for a while now. I don't know what's wrong with me. I thought rain was supposed to help people get to sleep. But it's been hours now. I'm so tired. I can't go on like this. Wednesday, April 8th, 1984. Case file 800.8. I've recently been contacted by the dean of a woman's college, Vance College, built in 1886 by Andrew Vance for his daughter, Abigail. There's been a disappearance, and he's contacted me to solve it. Val, you in? It smells like you've been through an entire cigarette pack in here. Oh, hey, Anne. On time, as always. Val, it's seven in the morning. How long have you been here? Time's an illusion. (laughs) Does it really matter? It wouldn't matter if this wasn't the fifth time you've been in the office before me. I'm blind, and even I can tell you probably look like shit. Have you been getting any sleep at all? Anne, I'm fine. I just woke up a bit earlier is all. Besides, we have a case. Come on, the early bird fights the crime. And where are we exactly? Vans, a college for women, by women, run by men. Or at least that's what I got from the pamphlets. And we're here. Why? Thinking of a career change? Ha ha. I'll have you know that the dean of this fine establishment sent an urgent distress letter just this morning, though he was a little light on the details. And who is this man exactly? A Mr. Kane Dean. You mean to tell me that this man is... Dean Kane Dean? Yes. Yes, I do. Uh, hello. Uh, so sorry for the delay. I was a bit held up. This terrible business is so horrible. Hello, sir. I'm Detective Valerie Hart. This is my associate, Anita Johnson. You said something in your letter about hiring me for something? Yes, uh, yes, that's right. Uh, please have a seat. <clears throat> uh, I, I trust that you'll keep this matter private. We'll try our best. Pardon me for asking, but what's that? That little machine you have there? This old thing? It's my recorder. I use it to take down notes and keep my facts straight. Do you really need to use it here and now? Can't you just use that journal you have there? Absolutely. It's also here to help out Miss Johnson. All right. Uh, Well, well, if you're sure, here's the situation so far. One of our students, Susie Mayberry, has gone missing. Missing? Missing. And no one knows where she's gotten off to. How long has she been, uh, missing? Well, I believe it's almost been a week. A week? What have you been doing that this girl has been gone a week and you've only just now called for help? Sitting with your thumb up here. Thank you, Anne. And I have to agree. A week is a long time for you to just now be seeking help. This is a college, Mrs. Hart. 
Uh, it's not my job to track down every girl on campus if they start to crash and burn in their courses. Besides, with this particular student, it's really not unusual for her to skip class once in a while. But it's not been once in a while, has it? Uh, Susie's roommates recently came forward claiming she hadn't been to their room either. Now we consider every student on this campus a part of our little fa uh, family. So when something happens to one of our family, we try and do everything we can to help him. Obviously not immediately, huh? But we haven't found anything to tell us just what has happened to her. So we called you, Miss Hart. Me, Mr. Dean? Haven't you called the police? I thought you cared for your students. <laughs> well, uh, that's the thing, see? I I'm trusting you to be more discreet than the police can ever hope to be. If I had cops swarming this campus, we'd have mass hysteria. Parents would yank their kids back home. Nobody would go to classes, and our reputation would be in shambles. And now we get to the guts of the matter, huh? All right, Mr. Dean, we'll see what we can do. Is there a file we can look at on the Susie girl? We'll also need the files on her roommates. Right, uh, of course. Uh, uh, this is Miss Mayberry's file, and these are her roommates, Cassidy Lopez and Prudence Sweeten. Thank you. We'll do our best. Come on, Anne. My arm's on the left of you. Good luck. Here's hoping for some good news. I bet you are, you greedy bitch. Thanks, we gotta go. Bye. With arrogant son of a gun. Can you believe this? A whole week and he just now calls in for help? And not even important help. Ouch, Anne. You sure know how to hit me where it hurts. Oh, uh, I didn't mean... You know what I meant. Official help. You're fine, Anne. I know. Right, and you know what else? I don't even think the swine even called this poor girl's parents. They're probably worried sick. Actually, the reason he hasn't called them is because this Susie girl doesn't have any. I looked over her file a bit. Apparently, she's a ward of the state. Has been since she was seven. No blood relatives came forward to claim her, and get this? She's here entirely on scholarships. She must be a genius. Looks like it, though it's odd. What is... All these A's, all this academic awards, and her major is theater. An aspiring actress, huh? <laughs> Maybe she's studying to be a magician and is practicing her disappearing act. Ow! Fuck! Just for the record, can you please say your names into this recorder here? Fine, I guess. Uh, my name's Cassidy Lopez. I'm Prudence Sweden, but everyone just calls me Winnie. Thank you, girls. Now, can you tell me about your other roommate, Susie? She's fine, I guess. When me and Winnie moved in, we just requested each other. We've been friends forever, it feels like. When we got here, we found out we had a third roommate, Susie, because she was a theater major, too. You're both theater majors? Yeah, I thought that was about all we have in common. How so? She never really cared about classes. We have some of the same ones, and like two times out of ten, she'd actually be in class. She'd also be out all night and come back just reeking of booze. Sounds like you two weren't on such good terms. <sighs> Look, I didn't hate her, but I didn't like her either. Me and her weren't really close, too. I majored in biology, but she found that kind of boring, so she just tried to ignore me. I was fine with it because I didn't like the friend she kept, or her boyfriend for that matter. A boyfriend? You wouldn't have to know who this kid is and where to find him, do you? All I know is he goes to our sister's school. Uh, Wanton? Down the road. Thank you. This could very well help my investigation. Now, I have a few more questions before I head out. Can you two remember if Susie was acting odd before her disappearance? 
Well, she has been a bit more focused recently. Do you know why? Seems like such a turnaround for her usual personality. Tuition's gone up recently, and there's this huge new scholarship in the theater department that Cass and Susie have been practicing for weeks just to be selected for it. Yeah, it's a pretty big deal, and I definitely have it in the bag. Susie's already so far behind in our classes, there's not a chance she would be looked twice at. Interesting. Before you said you two have been friends for a while? Best friends. We met, like, all the way back in elementary school. I was kind of shy. Still am, actually. But Cass wanted to be my friend anyway. That stuck with us this whole time. That's real nice to have such a close bond. Was there anyone on campus who was close to Susie? Besides her mystery boyfriend, that is. She wasn't really close to any students. Doesn't really have the personality that clashes well with others. There was this one thing. She was pretty close to this one professor. I don't think it was anything weird, but it was pretty weird how often they saw each other outside of class. Interesting. Thank you so much for talking with me. With everything I've learned today, I'm sure I'll find Susie in no time. Here's my number. If you remember anything else, just tell Anita and she'll get me back to you, alright? Thanks, we will. Oh shit, is that the time? Winnie, you better go, you'll be late for work. Oh, thanks Cass. Bye, detective. Where is she off to? Winnie has his work study in the main office, filing paperwork or something. I tried getting one too, but not many people hear my last name and still want me. I'm sorry to hear that. From what I've seen, they'd be lucky to have you. (laughs) Thanks. Shall I put you down as a reference on my resume? You could try, but I'm afraid I wouldn't be that much help. Catch you later, kid. Thank you for meeting with me, Professor... Macintosh, Janet Macintosh. Can I ask what this is about, Detective? I have some questions about a student of yours. You're here about Susie, aren't you? Any reason why it should be Susie? She hasn't been to classes lately. From what I've heard, that isn't really something new for her. She's a smart child. She's just a bit unfocused sometimes. I don't actually require students to come to class as long as they make good grades and she always takes the time to drop by my office if she doesn't get something in the book. But recently she hasn't come to see me at all. Can I ask why you're so invested in this specific student? I care about all my students, Detective. No matter where they come from in life or what they need to do to get by. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have a class. Were the roommates any help? And what about the professor? They didn't seem that close to our missing person, but they did give some helpful hints. The professor wasn't out of the ordinary, but I couldn't help but feel like she was hiding something from me. Anyway... Turns out Mr. Dean's been keeping something from us. Hmm, not surprising. Yeah, well, apparently tuition's been steadily rising for the past few years and had a recent surge that's threatening to send some kids home. That's terrible, but what's that got to do with this case? I don't know, and I don't like not knowing all the angles. Do you still have the contact number for the swinging vine? The cesspool of a bar? Please tell me you aren't thinking about bringing those two knuckleheads in. You and I both know that if anyone can sniff out money problems, it's those two. I know, but I don't like it. Fine, I'll call them. But if they make this place stink of gin and vodka again, I'm banning them for good. Thanks, Anne. I'll be lost without you. And don't worry, I'll make sure they behave. Piero Torelli and Gabe Hardy. The sneakiest con man this side of the state lines and my contacts into the underground crime circle. I saved Torelli from a life sentence for a murder he didn't commit, and Gabe, an underground fight champion, follows him wherever he goes. I don't know why. Maybe because Torelli's the only one who knows the American Sign Language, 
Maybe because they're actually friends. A six foot seven tall African American man with a scar across his neck from a fight gone bad, next to a five four slick Italian man, are a hard duo to miss. But they owe me big, and damn if I don't aim to collect. Mr. Dean, I've recently come into some knowledge about a scholarship taking place in the theater department. Can you tell me anything about it? I don't know what this has to do with your investigation. It's been a day, Mr. Dean. If you really want me to solve this case, you need to be honest with me. <laughs> all right, all right. The Board of Trustees recently donated to the theater department. The president's wife is a big fan of the theater, you know. But there was a problem. The scholarship can only go to one prospective student. Only one? But there have to be so many trying for it. I know two off the top of my head. Do the students know only one can get it? Uh, well, we were going to announce it, but... But? You mean you haven't told them? Admis administration has been very busy trying to fight for more funding. I didn't want to destroy these children's hopes. And I'll have you know that we have actually been very successful. Now anyone who tries out has a possibility of obtaining. While I can't see how that helps the kids, like, at all, at least they got that. Okay, moving on. Do you know anything about Wanton University? Of course. Do you need anything specific? I need to find a student there. Apparently a young man there is Susie Mayberry's boyfriend. I need to see if he knows anything. Well, I'll see what I can do, but Wanton is a very large public school and it may take a while. What the? Holy shit. Dear Lord. I think I just found our missing girl. So, she's dead? Strung up a tree by her neck. I don't know anyone who could survive that, unless they were a witch or something. Is now really a time for jokes? It's how I cope. But terrible life choices aside, there's something I don't get. What's that? It's been a week. Why now? Whoever it was could be trying to send a message. Maybe. But that doesn't explain... Shit! The cops beat us to the body! Hey, you! This is my case! <gasps> Val, what's wrong? The sins of my past coming back to haunt me. Come on, there's someone I want you to meet. Well, if it isn't Valerie Hart, it's been a while, huh? It sure has, Ron. I see you got a promotion since I last saw you. I thought you said you were moving back to New York. Change my mind. Who's this? Oh, right. Anita Johnson, meet investigator Ronald Fine. A pleasure, ma'am. His hand is out to shake yours, Anne. So sorry, I, I didn't know. Uh, this is my partner, Elizabeth Crowers. It's fine, Mr. Fine. I'm quite used to people not knowing. It's nice to meet you, Mrs. Powers. Likewise. Detective Hart, can I ask what you're doing here? Kind of you to ask. I was hired to find our victim. Well, here she is, Val. But I'm afraid this is our investigation now. What? You found her, Detective, but I'm afraid she's turned up dead. That's when it becomes our jurisdiction. If you think I'm going to bail on this mystery, you're dead wrong. I aim to solve this. Are you going to stop me? Legally, I can't, Val. You know that. But I suggest you leave this to the professionals. You think just because I'm not in the force anymore that I've just forgotten how to do this? Ron, you and I both know that in our prime, I could solve more mysteries with my goddamn eyes closed. I know. You always were an overachiever, huh? Fine. I won't stop you. The body's been taken down over there. Go on ahead. What? Ron! It's fine, Liz. I trust her. This is against protocol. Well, I won't tell if you don't. 
Thanks, Ron. Let's catch up sometime. I like that. Come on, Ian. We're heading left. So, you two seem to have some history. What's that about? We used to be partners on the force. It, uh, ended. Let's leave it at that. Here's our missing girl. I'm going to regret this, but what the fuck is that smell? Our girl. Stay here. Looks like she was dead before being hanged. The amount of decomposition suggests she could have been dead for days. Hell, maybe even this whole time. God, that's horrible. Does she? Besides the rotting thing, does she look alright? She, uh, looks like her neck is broken. She was up a tree, Val. Of course she has a broken neck. But did it happen before or after she was hanged? Here, hold the recorder. What? What are you doing? Taking pictures. I might have been able to slip by Ron, but I don't think I'll be able to get any information from the precinct. That should do it. Come on, Anne. I don't think I can stand the smell any longer. You said there was a girl who found the body. Are we interested in talking to her? I never rule out a suspect. It says here our witness is a girl named Nancy Blue. Lead on, Migduff. Miss Blue, I hear you were the one to find Susie this morning. Right, well, can I ask where you were headed before you, uh... Class, it's, fa- it's faster if I cut through the quad, but this, this morning I tripped over a root on a tree, and when I looked up, I, I, I saw... saw. <laughs> it's alright, hun. It must have been quite a shock. Even I would have reacted the way you did, and I've been doing this a long time. Really? Even, even if I didn't really know her that well before... Of course. Do you know anything at all about Susie? Not really, no. She kept to herself mostly, though her and her roommate were always at each other's throats. Really? Not Winnie. Oh no, it was all Cass and Susie. They couldn't go a day without yelling at each other. It's always about stupid stuff, too. Like, if one got the part of the, in the play, the other wanted. One time, they almost had a physical fight in the lunch hall because Susie thought Cass had used her nail polish without permission. Funny, when I asked her yesterday, Cassidy said they got along well enough. I don't know why she'd tell you that. If there's one thing on campus everybody knows, it's that Susie and Cass hate each other. You don't think Cass... I don't jump to conclusions a lot, Miss Blue. Can you think of anyone else in Susie's life? Well, she has this boyfriend. Who goes to Wanton. Yeah, I heard her talking about him once. I think she said his name was Brick, I think. Sorry I couldn't be much help. Actually, Nancy... You've provided me with more than enough. I suggest you go back to your dorm and lie down. It'll help, trust me. Thank you. Brick Mason, age 21. Majoring in engineering with two DUIs and one shoplifting arrest on your record. Do I have all this right, Mr. Mason? I mean, you're not wrong. And would I also be correct in saying that you were dating Susie Mayberry from Vans College? <laughs> Radical. It's almost like you're a detective or something. Mr. Mason, how high are you currently, right now? To the man, bro. Great. Mr. Mason, have you seen your girlfriend for the past week? Nah, man. She's been distracted forever. Uh, something about a scholarship or something. She got the lead in this play they're putting on and keeps saying she needs to blow everyone away. I told her she could blow me away anytime. 
nice. Mr. Mason, I'm afraid we found Susie this morning. She was found dead. What? No, she... she can't be. I'm sorry you had to find out this way. She... oh, fuck. She was so hyped for that play. I... I already bought the ticket. Brick, can you think of anyone who would want to hurt Susie? Anyone at all? (laughs) That bitch! She was gunning for Susie's part in the play the minute she got it! Who, Brick? I need a name. Her stupid roommate, Candy or Cassie or something? She was psycho. Even stalked us on a date once just to yell at Susie. Are you sure? Yes. She kept saying if anyone deserved the part, it was her. Did she do this? Did did she? I'm going to find out, Brick. I'm not the best person, man. But I loved her. I loved her and I never got to tell her that. Are you alright, Val? I don't think he had anything to do with it, Anne. He was so genuine when he found out about Susie. He could be faking it. He was high as fuck. He couldn't possibly fake being that upset. Are you going to interview the roommate again? Looks like. Evening, Miss Johnson. Investigator Fine, can we help you? Is Valerie in? I'm right here, Ron. I know I said we should meet up, but I didn't think you were going to come this soon. I'm afraid this isn't a pleasure visit. I have a warrant. What? Let me see that. I'm going to need your notes and every breakthrough you've had in your investigation. Ron, you can't do this! The warrant says I can. I'm sorry, V. This wasn't exactly my idea. Liz had already requested it by the time I found out. Yet here you are, alone without a fight. I'm sorry, V. Take him. Then get out of my fucking office, investigator. Thank you, detective. Miss Johnson. What an asshole. Are you okay? Not really, no. But I still have the recordings. At least I have that going for me. He can't really do that, can he? As long as he's got written permission from a judge, he can. Well, there's one thing he doesn't have. Which is? Piero and Gabe are here. Gabe says hi. Hello, boys. It's been a while. What have you been up to? Same old, same old, Miss Dick. Gabe here says it's been too cold, in his opinion. Well, maybe if you actually wore shirts with sleeves, it wouldn't be that cold, Gabe. Oh, wow, the one-finger salute. Do you hug your mother with those hands? Hey, listen, this is fun and all, but we've got a poker game in an hour, and I've got an ace up my sleeve. That a confession? Just a little humor between friends is all. Now, do you want this info or not? Hit me. So, money-wise... Vans College was fine up until ten years ago. What happened ten years ago? Lots of things. New Dean, massive remodeling, recession, you name it, it happened. After all that, suddenly their spending went down. Tuition was rising and more and more students were being turned away. This is really good, Piero. How did you find all this out? Guess it's for us to know and for you to never arrest us for it. Gabe says he looked up that Dean's address. Get this. He lives on the Gold Coast. The Gold Coast? That's the richest neighborhood in the state. Do deans make that kind of money? Don't know, don't care. Good luck on your case and all, but me and Gabe need to head out before all the good hands are gone. See you later, Miss Dick. Bye, guys. Don't do anything that'll make me arrest you. No promises. 
Are they gone? Yes, Anne. I don't know why you hate them so much. They're good enough guys. You would say that about some criminals, but that's not why I'm here right now. We got a call from Susie's roommate. So Cassidy's called me back? Actually, it was the other one, Winnie. She said Cassidy's been arrested. Thank you for coming. Winnie, what happened? Why did the police arrest Cassidy? They came to our room and started asking Cassidy questions. Then they said that she had a good motive to kill Susie. I know they didn't get along that well, but Cass would never kill anybody. She didn't. It's all right. I'll see what I can do. Anne, can you stay with her? I got it, Val. Just figure out what's going on. What do you think you're doing? Ah, Detective Hart. Can we help you with something? I told you people this was my investigation. What the fuck? We were only going off your notes, Detective. Don't you even start with me about my notes, you- What's going on here? The what do you need? Let's start with the fact you've arrested one of my suspects without probable cause. Actually, we do. Your interview with the victim's boyfriend gives Cassidy a motive, and multiple eyewitness accounts claim that Cassidy and the victim have become physical before. I want to talk to her. I have a right. I'm afraid. Okay, V, we owe you that much. Ron, can we talk? Go on to interrogation room four. I'll see you later. What do you need, Liz? What is it about her that messes with you so much? Cass, you need to be honest with me. I keep telling you people I had nothing to do with Susie. I want to believe you, Cass, but I need a reason to. You lied to me. When I asked about how you got along with Susie, you said you two were neutral. You hated her, though, and everyone on that goddamn campus knew it. So tell me the truth. I hated her, okay? I couldn't stand her stupid face or the fact she could skip every class she was in and still make A's, while I never miss a class and struggle to get B's. Then tuition rose and I couldn't afford it anymore. It was a godsend when that scholarship was announced and I was sure I could make up for my grades if I was casted as Ophelia in the upcoming Hamlet play and I could get it. But then Susie got the part. Then Susie got it. All because Professor McIntosh fucking loved her. So yes, I did hate her and as of right now, I'm not that broken up about it, but I didn't kill her. The cops kept saying she died the first day she went missing. Someone broke her neck. It wasn't me, though. I only went to my classes that day. Then I was in my room alone practicing because Winnie was at work, but they don't believe me. No one does. Cass, did you know that the scholarship was only going to one person? What? No, everyone had a chance as far as I knew. Are you serious? As a heart attack, Cass. Then it was going to be Susie's from the start, huh? It always was. Listen, I don't think you did this, and the dean recently got the scholarship more money so more people could get it. As soon as I find the real murderer, he'll be out with enough time for you to claim your money. Time's up, B. All right. Give me a minute. Wait, Detective Hart, do you really think so? You're a smart girl, Cass. I know so. <laughs> it's funny. I hated Susie. Still do. But she didn't deserve this. No one does. Find out what you needed? Yeah, no thanks to you and your crew. Settle things with your partner? As best I could. Don't blame her for being angry about this. She's not used to strangers solving crimes before the police. Well, she's going to have to get used to it, because I plan on finding the real murderer before the end of the day. So, you don't think Cassidy Lopez did it? I know so. Now, it was nice catching up, but if you'll excuse me, I've got a murder to solve. I sure have missed you, B. See you around, Ronnie. 
Whose house is this, Val? That Professor Macintosh knows something. With how high these stakes are, I'm going to get my answers one way or another. What is this about, Detective? I have a lot of papers to grade and a part to re- recast. You were close to Susie Mayberry, and I need to know why. And I need to know now. Excuse me? No. There's an innocent girl looking at jail time and a murderer getting away. I need to know everything about Susie, and I need to know everything you do. You have no right. I want you out of my house. Miss McIntosh, Susie is dead. This girl is gone, and she's never coming back. And we'll never know for sure what happened to her if you don't help us. Why do people keep bringing her up? Yes, all right, I cared for the girl. How could I not? We were similar. Both wards of the state, hard to get along with, no family or friends, and most importantly, both in love with acting. Oh, if you could see her now, she blossomed in any role I put her in. She was like the daughter you never had, am I right? Yes, she she needed that scholarship, Miss Hart. She already worked three jobs just to survive. It's why she missed classes so much. I'd help her catch up on anything in her other classes if she needed it, but she was a bright girl, and heaven knows she hated that job at the bar downtown, but then tuition rose and she needed more money. And you were going to help her get it no matter what? I would have tried, but she was so stubborn, always a bit headstrong, wanted to make her own way in life. Didn't stop you from giving her the lead role in Hamlet. That was just pure talent on her part, though I'm aware that her roommate Cassidy took it hard. If she didn't like your help, why would she accept the part? She would have been crazy to turn it down. She was mad at me, wouldn't talk to me for a while. It was the week before. But obviously she did. Correct. Practically lived in the theater, practicing the part. Then she just stopped showing up. I was worried, and then you two started showing up and asking questions, and... Was there anything, anything at all about that last week that you can think of? Not really, no. There was a lot of rushing about, shadowing students to see if they had the right stuff for the scholarship. There is one thing, though. Susie's other roommates started coming around. That was it, though. I assumed she was just there to watch her friend Cassidy. Winnie? What time would you say she would usually show up? 2.30. I remember because it was always at the beginning of the class. She'd always leave in the middle of it, however. Thank you, Professor. You've done a good thing talking with us today. You will find out who did this, won't you, Detective? Count on it, ma'am. Good. Detective! Brick? What are you doing at our office? I remembered something. I didn't even think before, because, you know, we did some crazy shit. Been there. What? Anyway, I I remembered that the last time I saw Susie was backstage at the theater. It's where I got the ticket for the show. Does this have any relevance, Brick? I saw her roommate back there. Cassidy? She was also in the play. Of course she'd be there. No, no, the other one. The mousy one with the huge glasses. Macintosh did say Winnie showed up to watch sometimes. What time was this? I know she always followed the angry one everywhere, but I remember it was weird because that psycho had already left. I don't remember what time it was because it was the end of the class, though. Brick, you lovable buffoon. You're amazing. (laughs) Thanks. I I know. What's a buffoon? Later. Come on, Anne. Wait, Val, you're going too fast. Mr. Dean, I need to talk to you. Are you still here? I thought you'd be done after we found Susie up a tree. I'm very busy soothing the parents' fears and keeping the news out of campus. What do you need? Mr. Dean, what can you tell me about Susie's roommate, Prudence Wheaton? Prudence? Are you sure you don't mean Cassidy? Absolutely. Well, she's a quiet girl. Never been in trouble, always following Cassidy around. I've heard she works in an office here, 
for work study. Can you tell me which department? Uh, that would be the financial department. She's in charge of filing things away, mostly. Does she ever handle what's inside the files? Of course not. That's all private information. We'd all be in a lot of trouble if students found out anything's within them. Does anyone watch her? No. Why should we? I trust her just fine. Though she has been running late lately, I've warned her, but I'm sure nothing will come from it. Interesting. Mr. Dean, are you aware your school is losing quite a bit of money? Uh, well, of course, we've, we've had less funding lately. Nothing we can't handle here. Advance. Embezzling is a federal crime, Mr. Dean, especially if it's negatively affecting students. How many students have you had to send home disappointed, Mr. Dean? How many dreams broken? Uh, I'm afraid I'm going to have to ask you to leave, Detective. My pleasure. Thank you for inviting me to your office, Miss Hart. I've been so distraught ever since Cass was arrested. Would you like some tea? I have some oolong. Yes, please. Thank you. Winnie, you must really care for Cass. Very much, yeah. What about Susie? It must have been a shock when you found out. Yeah, I couldn't believe someone would kill her like that. At the end of the day, she really wasn't that bad. Here's your tea, hon. Thank you. Winnie, what time do you usually head to work? Usually around three. I like to be punctual. That's funny, because I spoke with the dean. He said you've been running late recently. Uh, oh. Mm-hmm. And Professor McIntosh said you've been hanging around her theater class ever since they started working on Hamlet. Well, I just wanted to support Cass is all. Is that a crime? No, not really. Except you weren't just there for Cass, were you? I have to go. Please sit down, Prudence. Don't make this harder than it has to be. I, I don't... We have a witness, Winnie. You were there the day Susie disappeared. Not for Cass, because she had left, hadn't she? No, please, I... Maybe you just wanted to talk. Maybe you were tired of Susie's attitude toward everyone. Stop! Or maybe it was a different reason. Maybe you saw something you weren't supposed to at work, right? About that scholarship Cass and Susie were so dead set on. Am I right, Winnie? The, the dean didn't tell anyone the scholarship was only going to one person. And you knew that Cass needed that money or she would have to leave. Leave you behind to face Vance College alone, no other friends, and a roommate who you couldn't stand. Everyone knew Professor McIntosh's favorite student was Susie. That if anyone was going to be selected for the scholarship, it was going to be her. I just wanted to talk with her. What went wrong, Winnie? Her boyfriend left, and Susie was the last person in the theater. I was going to talk with her, because Cass is so upset about not getting Ophelia. But she wouldn't even talk to me. She said that if I didn't have anything important to say, to just leave her alone. And she just kept looking at me, like I was nothing. Like I was some gum that she had stepped on, and I just got so angry. How did she die, Winnie? How did Susie Mayberry kick the bucket? I was so angry that she was going to be the reason Cass had to leave. How she treated me. How she acted so high and mighty all the time. I just couldn't take it. Everything went red, and when it cleared, I, I had pushed her. I don't even know how we were that close to the edge of the stage, but she tripped back, and suddenly she was at the bottom. Her neck had broken, and I couldn't do anything, so I panicked. And you hid the body. The campus is pretty sizable. Many places to hide a body for a while. You thought you were in the clear, until Anita and I showed up asking questions. I didn't know 
what to do. I thought maybe if I could make it look like someone else with a grudge did it, you would take it at face value. Then the police arrested Cass, and suddenly everything was coming back to bite you. <laughs> God, I'm so sorry. I just wanted the best for Cass. I didn't even hate Susie that much. I didn't mean for this to happen, Miss Hart. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Come here. Everything will be okay. Shh. I'll call Ron. I think it's time to release an innocent bird from her cage. Unbelievable. All this over some dumb scholarship? No, just a desperate situation that got out of hand. Did you get my message about the dean? Already booked and waiting for his lawyer, though, with all the evidence we found in his filing cabinet, I'd say we got a pretty good shot at convicting him. And the girl? What's going to happen to her? Involuntary manslaughter was the best we could do. She'll serve a few years, but at least she'll still have a life to look forward to. <sighs> I'm so tired. I feel like I haven't slept forever. Look alive. You just solved a pretty important case. Congratulations, detective. You showed us how to do our jobs. What can I say? I've been doing this for quite some time. Well, trust me when I say that the next time our paths cross, it'll be us solving circles around you. Looking forward to it, investigator. Now, if you'll excuse me, I've got a date. With who? My bed. Hey, uh, it's me, Cassidy Lopez. I just wanted to call to say, well, thanks. You know, for getting me out of jail time. I also wanted to say that I got that scholarship, and so did like 15 other people. I don't think I'll ever know completely why she did it, but I kind of miss Winnie. Anyway, thanks again. Hope you come to the play. You'll be blown away by my Ophelia. Detective, hello. I've just called to see if you'll be coming to the funeral Saturday. I, I'd really appreciate if you and Miss Johnson were there. As of now, Mr. Mason and I are the only ones who I know are going. Call me back on this number. Thanks again. Val? Are you in here? Huh. You really were tired. Left your recorder out too, I bet. I know you're kind of asleep right now, but you'll listen to this eventually. Val, a lot of people care about you, you know. Piero and Gabe left a message inviting you for drinks this weekend. Your mother called earlier. You practically live on my couch every other week. So next time you feel bad, just talk to me, all right? This is Anita Johnson, best friend, signing off. Thanks for listening to Coco Radio. If you like what you hear, follow us on SoundCloud or subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. And check out our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or Snapchat for daily updates.